does, it does feel a little bit different, Pam. Yeah. All right, what can, what, what can I not answer this morning? <laughs> sure, with the red last year. Um, what is it about their offense that made them difficult to deal with? Well, I think the first game we particularly struggled with stopping the run and big plays. Second game, um, we did a much better job in the run game. We still gave up a couple big plays, um, two big plays that I can remember. One, um, Deshaun Jackson beat us for a big play, and another one, uh, I think Crowder got us down the seam late in the game that, that put him in that situation. So, um, you know, it, it always comes down to the same things. Stop the run, no big plays. Um, you know, a couple guys gave us some, some trouble last year, particularly Pierre Garçon made some key catches in both games. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sorry to see him gone. Um, you know, Deshaun the same way. You know, they've replaced those guys and moved up roster or moved up draft picks and things like that. But, um, you know, I, th I think that uh, I'm, I'm not going to be disappointed not to see those guys on the field. Hey, Jim, how would you rate Kirk Cousins as a quarterback? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's about winning. He threw for almost 5,000 yards last year, threw twice as many touchdowns as interceptions. Um, you know, quarterbacks like um, like coaches are ultimately judged on on wins. So I think um, you know, just in this small microcosm, he was two and zero against us. So that certainly has our respect. He also I think he also made a couple of big plays with his feet in both of those games, and um, he's sort of sneaky that way. I think if you ask around the league, they wouldn't. You wouldn't put him up there with some of the classic scrambling quarterbacks, but that's also something we're going to have to be on guard for because he did make a couple key first downs with his feet in, um, in those games. There's so many new pieces in the secondary. Uh, how do you think the process has gone to kind of turn it into a unit from a bunch of new guys uh, from from the start of OTAs till now? Yeah, you know, I like where we are. I mean, um, I think. I've told you before, I think that Jalen Mills is, is one of the most improved players on our team, um, has really settled into the outside corner spot, played the deep ball very well. Um, you know, he's, he's that quintessential take a big jump to second year guy, at least he has been so far. I mean, we've, we're judging training camp and preseason games. Obviously, the proof is in the pudding um, over the course of a season. Um, you know, adding some veteran guys in like Patrick Robinson and, and Corey Graham. Both of those guys have some multidimensional skills, can play inside, can play outside. Um, you know, Corey gives us a lot of confidence to be able to move Malcolm down to nickel at times. Um, you know, I, I like I like there's a lot of different ways we can play. We'll, we'll, we'll probably have six different personnel packages that we can play in this game, which is a little bit more than we carried last year. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with some of the flexibility the guys have in the secondary. At defense end, the, the, the starters took 70 to 75 percent of the snaps last year. With more depth there this year, do you expect a more balanced rotation? I would, I would hope so. I mean, I, over the course of, of my career, whether it was in Tennessee or Detroit, we've always been a rotational group. And I think we've always been at our best when we've been um, close to 50-50. Um, you know, keep guys fresh and, and keep, and you, I know you guys get tired of it, but keep throwing fastballs out of the bullpen. Um, but, you know, that being said, over the course of the season, you also have to um, re reward production. And, um, but I, here's, here's what I, the way I, I sort of approach it is um, particularly early in the season, rotation can help you get to later in the season. Um, you know, and, and hopefully that's where where we are late in the season. There are meaningful games in December and January, and maybe even February, 
and there's a lot of different layers to rotation. One of those is that it um, it can he keep guys durable and keep guys available for a long period of time. Boy, I think that's one of the things you saw last year. We had an injury at defensive tackle in the Redskins game um, first time, but we stayed pretty healthy at defensive end, um, and a lot of it had to do with our rotation. The, the key is is um, is trying to get the production. Whoever it is out there, if whoever's playing left defensive end, how what's the production of that? My experience has been if you get two guys that can stay fresh, you can have more production than one guy that's out there the whole time. Sort of, you know, addition. Go ahead. With Derek Barnett, he's clearly shown uh, that he can play at this level, perhaps even at a high level. Yeah. Are you – um, typically one to hold back on young guys like that because you don't know how they're going to look come November and December? Or do you feel like you just got to kind of feed those guys because you, you don't want to set them back in terms of their confidence, early confidence? I don't worry about his, um, his confidence. I mean, he's a first-round draft pick. You know, when you got to stand up on that stage and, and hold a number one jersey, um, you know, you've already <laughs> – if you're lacking for confidence, you're, you know, you're, you're probably the wrong guy. Um, went against JP um, all the time in training camp. Uh, that's that's some baptism by fire too. You know we threw him out there a bunch, and um, you know you guys you guys widely reported him against Lane Johnson at times. Um, you know I, I don't worry about his psyche, um, but there is um, you know I, I probably I don't want to say in the back of in the back of our mind, but you know over the course of season we do want to try to keep him fresh and keep him on the field. And I think that um, you know that that's an important goal of ours as well as being productive. But I'll say this: I mean, if if we got to play 150 snaps in this game, and we got 11 guys that got to play 150 to win this game, I'm done. You know, I mean, we'll sell our soul to win a game. So you, you have to balance both of those out for sure. And um, you know, I think that um, the positives there is we've seen good production out of Derek in the run and pass game. Um, and I think as a whole, our defensive line has been very productive. And I think um, a lot of that has to do with additions of those guys. You know, like, you know, Fletch was very productive, and some of it has to do with, you know, having a guy like Jernigan in there and him getting more one-on-ones. And, you know, Derek getting some one-on-ones maybe because of Brandon Graham and, you know, and, um, you know, all that. I, th I think Vinnie Curry also had an outstanding training camp. He was very good against a run and pass. He was as productive as I've seen him. Um, he was he was not on the ground as much as he's been. I think he's a much improved player. I mentioned Jalen Mills. I think um, Vinny has shown it. But again, it proof is in the, the course of the season. With those four ends, though, do you kind of view it as almost like two lines? Do you want to kind of keep them yeah, to the hockey? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I don't have as much hockey. Um, yeah, I don't have as much. Yeah, the skipjacks. Um, <laughs> EHL. We used to go just to drink beer and watch the fights. I think that's all anybody goes to the EHL for. But um, um, yeah, I, I do think I do think there is some shift change um, in there. And I mean, hockey, hockey is that sport. I mean, you nobody can play. I mean, Wayne Gretzky couldn't be out there every single time. I mean, it's just impossible to play that way. Um, so they do have to shift, and you do need to rely on other guys. So you, you mentioned four defensive ends. I'll, I'll, I'll take that further with five. Um, I think Stephen Means is a quality player. Whether he's active or not on a weekly basis, I know this much. He'll be ready for when his opportunity comes. Maybe it'll be because of an injury. Maybe it'll be because somebody's not producing as much as they should. But I think Stephen Means is also a quality guy. I like a five-man um, group up there. What you did, I, did I answer the question? 
Go ahead, cut you off. Yeah, I mean, well, you like to keep them together. I mean, does it matter having? No, I, 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 I think that, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to keep them together because everybody comes from a different spot. Like, it's not just four new defensive linemen. There are times where we do that, particularly in the middle of a series. But over the course of the game, you got to play with a lot of different combinations and even some potential rush situations. Um, you know, not every team will allow you to sub guys on a situational basis. But, um, you know, sometimes you can. And, and to be able to get third down rushers out there, it's not as prevalent as it used to be in the NFL. But, you know, there could be some opportunities to, to work some rush groups out there also. Jim, what are you saying out of Vinnie Curry this year? And uh, what do you need out of him? Well, just the same as everybody. We need consistent play. Um, we got to be good against the run and the pass. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, and, and, and consistency has to do with a lot of things. Being able to do your job, being able to execute the scheme, um, you know, being available to play. Um, but, again, very encouraged by where, where Vinny's gone. I think, I mean, I don't know if you guys notice it, but it's been well noticed with, within our team, on our coaching staff. Um, the strides that he's taken. But, again, none of that matters right now. I mean, talk about, you know, new guys we've added, talk about, you know, Darby or or, or uh, Jernigan or, you know, improved players like Jalen or Vinny. None of that matters. If they don't produce them, we don't win games. So we, we, we know we have to keep our eye on that. How long is Darby? Is he at the point now where he's been here long enough that you can do everything with him? Uh, yeah, we're, we, we don't hold anything back. Maybe the first week, like when we played Buffalo, there were some things that we sort of held back and some communication that the safeties were a little bit hesitant to, to give him. He's um, unencumbered when it comes to scheme. Jim, how you were saying the other day that safeties with corner background are part of the prototype that you give those guys as far as what to look for when they're, when they're scouting safeties. Uh, you've got four of them on your team right now with that background. Has that always been the case with you, or has the increase in tempo by teams uh, made it more imperative? I don't. I don't think it's increased tempo. For me, it's more. Um, it's more wide receiver, tight ends. You know, the college guy, and you know, you've seen it. Yeah, I mean, you know, Washington's got Jordan Reed. Um, you know, they, they got there's, there's a bunch of those guys around the league, whether it's Jimmy Graham or, you know, whoever it is. They all line them up at wide receiver, and you have to be able to have that ability to cover. Um, being able to blitz, you know, a lot of times your safeties have to cover. Almost every offense is, I mean, probably 60 to 70% of our snaps this year will be against three wide receiver sets. So anytime you're blitzing, that guy's not now just covering a fullback or a tight end. He's covering a skilled player. He's covering a wide receiver. And it gives you some, you know, some flexibility to be able to, to handle those things. You know, I, I go back. I mean, I've been around a while, you know, when, when safeties were named, you know, um, you know Thumper. And, um, you know, I, I had a guy in Tennessee. First name was Tank. You know, and I joked. To, and, and Tank was a hell of a player. Tank Williams out of Stanford. But Tank was 235-pound safety you know we saw a lot of two back sets you know he was sort of an extra linebacker in there even though he was he was fast you know I, I don't need guys named um you know hammer and 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 tank I need guys named swifty and and ball hawk and you know um the glove you know those are nicknames we're looking for more um now progress or adapt faster than 
No, um, I think we expected that from him. I think a lot was made with him being a bit of a one-trick pony. He was a edge speed rush guy in college, and he had such the ability to do that that I think he got labeled uh, um, a guy that's all he could do. And I think we saw more in him than that. You know, he's like I said, he's played tough against the run. He's been instinctive. Um, you know, he's 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 been productive when he's been out there. We can only judge him on that, um, but there's there's nothing that um, there's nothing that that I just say we haven't been surprised by that about him. I don't know the best way to put that, but Jim, you elevated this defense to a top fifteen defense last year. Now, with what appears to be a bigger, better collection of players, better depth of positions, is it possible you feel even more weight, more pressure on your shoulders this season? Well, there's always there's always pressure. I mean, that goes along with this job. If you if you don't accept pressure, you're in the wrong business. Um, please don't put on my resume that I elevated this to a top 15. I mean, I don't know that that. I mean, that's that's participation trophy in my mind. Um, you know, I did, I, I, and I don't want to um, um, split hairs or whatever. The the stat that we care about the most is points allowed. I think we were twelfth in there. That's still that's still not as good as 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 we can be. And and I do I do agree with you. Um, you know, on paper we're better. We have added um, not only depth, but we've added some um, key components to the defense. It's our job as coaches, our guys as uh, our job as players, to be productive. You know, I mean, this press conference doesn't matter. We can say all the right things. We can, you know, um, you know have the greatest plans it's it's we have to execute it and and the proof is is in the pudding and it's our job to do that over the course of a year we're going to have good games we're going to have bad games when the when the season's over we have to give us our offense or our team consistently a chance to win the game and the best way we can do that is points loud hold there's there's two things first is don't allow very many points and number two is set the offense up to score that's one thing we were very good at last year we um, we were where were we? You guys know where were we in turnovers, takeaways? We were yeah we were we were we were better than we set the offense up because it's one thing to say yeah we didn't give up very many points but if the offense was on a long field the whole game maybe maybe you could have done a little bit more so I think when it's all said and done after um, after 16 weeks or after 17 weeks plus you know hopefully more. I think um, if we can say that um, you know we 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 minimized points allowed, and we also gave our offense a chance, I think then we'll have been successful. And any other ranking really doesn't matter to us. Okay.